This is the Summit Life Ministries audio experience. Hi everyone, welcome to the H Changer Show brought to you by Summit Life Ministries. Our mission at Summit Life is to elevate, equip, and empower. Elevate the church's vision for us as believers to see our identity through God's eternal purpose. Equip believers to live with an eternal perspective and empower believers to live supernatural lives in faith-filled obedience. You're doing it, we're doing it, here we go. Oh, I'm Carmen Furrow, this is my husband Lynn Furrow, he's the founder of Summit Life Ministries. We ended on a cliffhanger yesterday. We were talking about Donald Trump, and we were talking about the scripture in Luke, and we were talking about Jesus, mm-hmm. and his being brought to the temple, and how he was a sign, and there was a rising and falling, of many but it was a revealer of the hearts and then you said something that made me think hmm i wonder if people what they're gonna how they're gonna take that you were talking about donald trump as a sign yes and so i just wanted to (laughs) jump into that because i was like oh i hope people don't think lynn thinks yeah i'm not comparing donald trump uh, to (laughs) jesus uh in any way about uh him being messiah or him being uh, of the character of Jesus in any way. I, I do know this, that no man attains a certain level of authority or power unless God puts him in that right. place. All authorities from uh, God. And many times, God, it is his permissive will for people to come into power uh, because those are the type of leaders that nations deserve. So like mm-hmm. when Adolf Hitler ascended to power in Germany. I don't think that that necessarily was the heart of God for Germany, but because God had to discipline Germany for their rejection of truth. Too much has been given, much is required. The German nation had led the reformation of the church, and they had rediscovered the gospel through Martin Luther's ministry, Mm -hmm. and recovered the truth of justification by faith. From Germany, the Reformation spread throughout all of Europe. And so they were this beacon. They were this bright and shining light. But in the 1800s, they bought in to a intellectualism and a rationalism and a humanism and they rejected the light that they once used to walk in. Mm. And what it did was it led the German nation in an ascendancy in pride and real arrogance, which caused them to feel that they were superior to other nations. Mm. And they began to, as you know, seek dominance over the European continent. And so God disciplined the German nation I believe that sometimes we do not see the cause and effect of our disobedience, our willful, because God is long-suffering. He's patient with us. He hopes that we will repent Mm -hmm. and return. But if we harden our heart and our pride blinds us and we begin to walk in willful disobedience without any regard to um, God's dealings with us as a people. And normally dealings start out where they're not as aggressive 
or intense. Right. It, it is the goodness of God that's right. trying to the lead us to repeat, uh, the kindness of God. Right. And then there is this limitation which God will begin to put to try to awaken a nation. Till then, once we reject that, God then says, I have uh, no other means necessary to, to prevent you from destruction. So I'm going to allow your sin and your rebellion and your arrogance to take you where it's leading you, to your death and, de and destruction. So you can see that when Hitler uh, appeared in that nation, he, he, he ground the axe of their defeat in World War I, which should have been a moment of humility. Millions of Germans died during the First World War, but still they would not repent. But instead, he fostered roots of bitterness, and, and they began to place blame for their defeat, mm -hmm. for their demise. And then re-demonically, we know, right. he was energized by many, many demon powers, mm -hmm. and he began to to reawaken that bitterness and resentment in them till finally, once again, they marched out in their arrogance till they were led to total destruction. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes God just says, if this is what you want, I will turn you over uh, into a period of reprobation and I will turn you over uh, to your arrogance. And, and we know pride, where there's pride, there will be a fall. It's amazing how you know history and see that in history. So, every leader is assigned to us. Hmm. It, it, it's an indicator of God's blessing, or it's an indicator of God's judgment that is coming. But every leader is about disruption or healing. Hmm. Some leaders bring healing to a nation, in other words, they're beyond the judgment cycle, and the judgment cycle is over. God will raise up a restorer, a healer, a uniter. Mm -hmm. But then there are leaders that we see that God raises them up to reveal hearts, and they bring disruption. Uh, they bring uh, a, 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 a breaking of the status quo, I'll put it that way. Mm -hmm. They bring such unease in the midst because God is not using them as great uniters, mm -hmm. but as a great divider. Mm -hmm. Donald Trump has come to power in our nation. And as we know that his four years brought great disruption, mm -hmm. people have been raised up and people have been broken right. um, uh, in many ways and they have fallen as they tried to overcome what this sign represents to us. So it's, again, I'm repeating myself about disruption and up upheaval. But also this type of a leader, the ones that are the great dividers, the great clarifiers, mm -hmm. that it's when nations are being brought to a valley of decision, where God says, you're going to have to decide who you are and who you want to be whether you will choose your own way or whether you will return back to me. Mm -hmm. And if you don't return back to me, if you resist me, and, 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 if, and, if, and if what Donald Trump has revealed in your heart has been, you know, this, this thing where 
I reject that he, you know, I heard immediately when he was elected president, mm -hmm. not my president. Yeah. Well, what is what that revealed about you is you have a rebellion in your heart. Right. The only type of leadership that you follow is your own self. Mm -hmm. And as long as leaders do what you want them to do and cater to you mm -hmm. in your self-centered will, then then you will accept that leadership. But when leaders do something that does not reflect your self-centered importance and will, then you become a rebel. Then I want you to know, God has just revealed your heart. The sign has pointed to, my rebellion. to your heart and what's in your heart, the content of your heart. So where is God taking us? Because Donald Trump has been this great divider, this great disruptor. He's brought our nation to a point where the division and the tension between the sides are so pal palpable. Mm -hmm. Where do we go from here? Well, I say this is the beginning of what I call the great divide in our country. This election was God testing our hearts to see if we would turn as a nation fall upon the rock Christ and be broken and embrace humility and repentance. Mm -hmm. Or whether I would choose to go my own way. Reject the sign. Reject what the sign is revealing about me right. and, and allowing God to do His work and the deep work that He wants to do in the heart of our leaders, in the heart of our government, in the heart of the people that make up our nation. Mm -hmm. But you can see how that instead of us responding in a way and just seeing our arrogance, seeing how rebellious we are, seeing how hate-filled we are, mm -hmm. seeing how reactive we are. I mean, there is a level of self-centered immaturity among the people of our nation now, that that we're really in a critical mm -hmm. moment of crisis because you can see there is no collective or corporate uh, bonds that hold us together, that we, we see each other as significant and important. You can just see that we, we, we have become so corrupt. It's all about what I want, and if I get what I want. If not, I'm willing to be corrupt. I'm, used, I, I, I'm willing to do whatever it takes for me to get my way. Power is my, the, the, the uh, acquiring of power is really the, the purpose, my life purpose, and what I'm trying to attain. And when you get such self-centeredness, such arrogance, such pride, wrapped around such ambition, and uh, selfishness. We we are we are a nation that is ripe for destruction. Can I say I'm going to add something here? Just because we you know we're talking about this, and sometimes I see or observe that it, even in the church, we when we talk about political things, it's like here I'm a Christian, and then here I'm a political American, and there's this divide of what I believe over here, let's not let that get in the way of what I'm doing over here. And 
the church is missing, we sometimes miss so much opportunity that God is an, an invitation and even a pressing of what God wants us to do to bring the kingdom of God and his plan and purpose into this arena. It's mm -hmm. not supposed to be separate. We're supposed to be in, um, lifting up the king and his kingdom in all of the areas, especially the areas of government in our life, not separating it. Right. So I want to go back to another moment of history uh, to where we can see that this pattern is reoccurring, how God uses leaders as signs, mm -hmm. uh, signs of a new season for healing mm -hmm. or signs of disruption. So you talk about how there is this spiritual schizophrenia disparity within certain Christians yeah. where, you know, they have their nice churchianity thing. Mm -hmm. And this is my religious life. This is my spiritual life. And then this is my political life. Yeah. It's not integrated. Right. Uh, their worldview is not united. It's compartmentalized. We see this in another period of time in American history. There were individuals that owned human beings as property, mm -hmm. kept them in substandard living conditions, yeah. did not feed them quality food to where they could have a balanced diet of nutrition, mm -hmm. fed them uh, the worst of the worst of the byproducts of animals that would sustain them right. in some way, work them day and night, giving them no wages for their labor, kept them in bondage, but yet had Sunday school for them on Sunday. And mm -hmm. one of the popular messages that was reinforced to the slaves as Southern preachers preached the gospel to these African-Americans, these slaves on Southern plantations. You know what was some of the favorite texts no. that they were taught? If you are a servant, if you are a slave, oh. honor your master. Do you think that that is kind of a spiritual schizophrenia? Yeah. How, do I, how do I rob a laborer of his wages? Clear teaching in scripture. Mm -hmm. yeah, and, and so it's kind of like, uh, the religious leaders of Jesus's day. Yeah. He, he said, you guys tithe your spices. Now, I don't even do that. I mean, we have, <laughs> we have a lot of spices in the cabinet. And when I bought my pepper, I, I didn't get out there and say, Carmen, measure out a tenth of the pepper we just bought or mm -hmm. a tenth of the salt. I mean, they were hyper tithers. I mean, they, <laughs> they were tithers on steroids. Because they wanted to make sure that they honored God with a tenth of everything they had increase of. Mm. But there was no justice and there was no mercy. So, who did God raise up in our nation? Because we wouldn't deal with the issue of slavery. Mm -hmm. We kept compromising on the issue of slavery even though our founders knew that it was an issue that could be the demise and destruction of us in the future, they went ahead and negotiated 
they went ahead and compromised. And so one state became a slave state and one state was a free state and they kept on making short-term bargains and agreement. But then God raised up a man by the name of Abraham Lincoln. And there was threats. If this man is elected president, we will secede. Our union will be over. Why? Because they viewed him as a threat. Well, Abraham Lincoln was anointed by God to become the president of the United States mm -hmm. for the rising and falling of many. Yeah. And he was the great divider because God sometimes is into division as much as he is for unity, because sometimes you don't get a true unity unless there first is a great divide. Because we need division for clarification. And when Abraham Lincoln became the president of the United States, there was this division that God created. Mm -hmm. Even Lincoln did not want to see the nation divided. He wanted to hold it together. Right. But he found himself in a situation where God was using him. I listened to some of the interviews of President Trump. And President Trump himself said, I knew that the political environment of me getting elected and me coming against the status quo and the establishment. But I thought that after the election was won, then we could get back and, you know, some of the tension would be eased and there could be collaboration. He said, never did I think that this conflict and them, you know, opposing me in the way that they did would last for the entire tenure of our presidency. For all, nearly all four years of Lincoln's presidency, he had to lead the country in its most severest state of division. And what is amazing to me, because our times are in his hands, mm -hmm. as soon as what divided the nation was clarified, that our nation would not go forward into its future unless the issue of slavery was settled. God allowed him to live to see that issue that brought division settled. Mm -hmm. And then he was gone. Wow. I haven't thought of it that way. Yeah. It was like God's purpose for Abraham Lincoln was finished the issue that was a cancer to the soul of our nation was dealt with. But to deal with it came a great division so there would be clarity. Mm -hmm. We cannot be between these two opinions. Mm -hmm. We can't have part of the nation that believes that human beings are property or subhuman. No, you have to practice what you preach. Mm -hmm. When we have our ideals as a part of our founding documents mm -hmm. that all men are endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights and that all men are created by God equal, mm -hmm. you cannot then define that men have the, are property and have the value in, in equating what, how you're represented 
that certain people are going to only be three-fifths, considered three-fifths human. God had to bring a division for clarity. Now, I want us to look at a couple other passages of Scripture. And, and we're probably going a little long today, and I'm going to probably have to transition. But I want us to go quickly uh, to Luke chapter uh, 12, verse 49, since we're in the same book. Because we had been looking at Luke 2, Simeon's proper, uh, prophecy. But let's quickly look at Luke 12, verse 49. And why don't you go ahead and read it, Carmen. Uh, I came to send fire on the earth, and how I wish it were already kindled. Okay. This is gentle Jesus <laughs> saying that I am going to unite the nations of the earth, under my lordship. But before I do that, I have to be the divine confronter. I have to be the divine divider. Mm. I am been anointed by God, and then Jesus, gentle Jesus, because <laughs> I, I like those stereotypes, but I don't like when he, when he says stuff like this. I go, that's not you, Jesus. Yes, it is. Mm -hmm. He said, I want you to know, the purpose of why I came to the earth is to kindle or to cast fire on the earth. And I would that it were already kindled, or in other words, already fully, the earth fully engulfed in the flames of the spiritual refining fire mm. that I am going to bring. And obviously, he is fulfilling Malachi's prophecy that it said the messenger of the covenant, when he suddenly comes to his temple, he will be a refiner like fuller soap to bring cleansing, yeah. but like a, uh, a craftsman who is purifying silver. Right. He is going to heat up the intensity of the fire to bring the dross to the surface so that the impurities can be separated. That which is impure can be separated from that which is divided. pure. Divided. Divided. There up. is a division for clarity. Fire mm. always brings clarity. Well, bless you guys. We love you. I hope you're enjoying this as much as I enjoy giving these prophetic teachings. I want us to see that Donald Trump is a sign to us. Rising and falling of many, a great divider and a revealer of the hearts of men. God is using him in that way. If you want to hear more, check us out at summitlifeministries.com. Also, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. You know what to do. God bless you. Walk with Jesus. What's up, everybody? This is Josh Furrow from the Summit Life Ministries team. I just wanted to thank you for tuning in to the podcast. Make sure you subscribe, leave us a review, and have a blessed week.